listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Cutie the bomb, met her at a beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her underarm. She said, I could tell you rock, I could tell by your charm. Bars girls, you gotta flock, I could tell by your charm and your arm. But I'm looking for the one, have you seen her? My psychic told me she'll have her ass like Serena, Trina, Gina for Lopez, four kids, and I gotta take all they bad asses to showbiz. Okay, get your kids, but then you got your friends. I pull up in the bins, they all got up in, we all went to den, and then I had to pay, if you fucking with this girl, then you better be paid, you know why? Take too much to touch her, from what I heard, she got a baby by Buster, my best friend say she used to fuck with Usher, I don't care what none of you say, I still love her, hey, welcome to the Black Tales podcast, your host Rod and Karen. We're live on a Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. I was about to say, we pushing it back. I made a mistake, everyone. We won. Karen figured it out. Boom, 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 boom. Wrong day. Um, it's Sunday afternoon, second day of NBA Shit, playoffs. we've been doing so much. I, I mean, I would believe it was yesterday. Um, we, we, uh, second day of NBA playoffs on the weekend. Uh, my favorite time of the year. Um, and of course, we uh have the return to game of thrones tonight so mm-hmm. it shall be lit as the children say um yes! can't wait um so yeah we got all that stuff going on um you can find the show on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews like for real like leave us five star reviews please on itunes stitcher we appreciate those didn't get any last week i mean i mean come on now i mean i'm looking like at the downloads and i'm looking at the reviews and i'm like um some of y'all been walking up in here every sunday school y'all been coming to sunday service the 8 a.m and 11 a.m y'all been coming to bible study y'all also have been coming to uh friday night revival you know we got revival going on this week and so we've been um looking at that i know we've been talking about vacation uh sunday school so i'll be seeing some of y'all up in here a lot and i know uh some of y'all just visiting but some of y'all y'all know y'all names are on the rolls and y'all ain't put five on it so you know i i i i'm you know maybe there might be something wrong with me but you know i'm looking around the room and you know something just ain't right with all you know these people that's been up in here coming in here eating for free and stuff like that and i mean you won't even have a courtesy to to put a uh, five on uh, me and uh pastor's uh anniversary i mean come on now you guys uh can also leave comments on our website the blackoutist.com you can vote in the polls there you can e- you can leave us uh emails the black guy who tips at gmail.com you can leave us voice messages 704-557-0186 704-557-0186 we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is football and bullet ball extreme and let's just get right into the show there's all kinds of news going on right now um political news uh bernie sanders uh much like trump has not released his tax returns as of yet he's uh kind of gotten a pass on that from a lot of people that demand to see trump's taxes right uh but you know how it is when you like somebody it's different but um he now has pledged to release his tax returns by monday 
i'm assuming this is really going to happen unlike when sean king said he would release his financial statement on march 1st and it is now halfway through april and we never got those numbers so um maybe uh this will actually happen with bernie i expect since he's actually expect the front runner this year he can't run and and know he's gonna lose and have you know kind of plan to lose um so that's part of it you know he's gonna he's gonna go ahead and do that um april 15th is coming he said we wanted to release 10 years of tax returns april 15th 2019 will be the 10th year so i think you will see them i'm not i don't understand what that what that even means what that arbitrary 10th year thing has to do and then i think you will see them seems a bit nebulous of a statement but fine he's gonna release his tax returns um you know um the the real the real tea in here what's the real tea is that um now that he's got to release his tax returns he would like to tell people that he is actually a millionaire people already knew this well people did not already know that oh i thought oh maybe he, i'm sorry maybe i made the false presumption that you was already rich because most of the people that's in congress and senate are already rich he ran uh well it's a very important distinguished uh i would like to make this important acknowledgement okay um he ran as the guy who was shitting on candidates for having money okay so okay you can't okay. we can't really just be like oh we just always thought you were rich he ran on the assumption i am not as rich as these people and being rich is a character flaw like people that have money are obviously cannot be trusted to run the government because they're rich it's the one percent it's uh i, I see what you're saying yeah, yeah that, demagogue. That, that, that's been that's been his his uh campaign is his motto yeah yeah like he and he did it to democrats too like mm-hmm. it wasn't just a republican thing he did it to democrats as well basically saying they had ties to big money and they were corporatists and capitalists in the way that he wasn't he's Agreed. a socialist blah 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 okay he says i wrote a best-selling book if you write a best-selling book you can be a millionaire too and uh sounding kind of um sounding sound a little capitalist uh and then it was kind of interesting because he says this and i remember him shitting on hillary clinton hillary clinton has written best-selling books written best-selling books so mm-hmm. i mean she amassed her money from work as well from success as well so it just sounds kind of funny to see it come out of his mouth as like no big deal and of course it will be treated as no big deal by most people because most people are going to be like you know because i don't think it should be that big a deal i think you should be able to be president off the basis of your ideas and your commitment to doing them agreed i don't think you being rich means you will not be committed to these ideas i just any any, i didn't think that with hillary clinton like oh she's rich so she's actually not gonna raise try to raise the minimum wage she's not gonna do that now like nah she's gonna if she gets to office she will still attempt to raise the federal minimum wage or whatever she can because she like she ran on that campaign promise it's not about her book or whatever the fuck else mm-hmm. but it's funny because it's that double standard that bernie just seems to get yeah you know now 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 that now that i 100 percent agree with 
but like i said before i always was like okay you got money but like you say his whole campaign was everybody else got money well then nigga you one of them so why the fuck i mean and 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 not and the thing is i do understand his stance as far as you know the one percent getting these cuts and all that stuff which is fine but include yourself in the number you know don't act like you're an exception to the number i always just thought his view was too simplistic and that's why i never believed he wanted to win because he was using that shortcut of rich people equal bad rich equals bad and i'm like how are you not rich though like you've been in this congress for so long you uh, or senate or whatever for so long you've been famous for so long you have done things you're not making any fucking money are you giving all the money away like you have to be lead by example when you say those things so his lack of transparency with his own money made it seem kind of fraudulent like well if you're living it the way you say you're living it then why not just show them people your what you do with your money because people are gonna go well are you are you dodging on your taxes like are you playing three percent in taxes and then that's the same thing trump is saying because trump was doing like i'm smart i just know how to rig the system and i just use what's in there we need to close these loopholes if y'all really want people to pay their fair share i'm okay with it but y'all need to close the loopholes put me in charge i'll close the loopholes but i'm not paying because i can afford to get over i would like to see if that's what the fuck was happening and you know this whole arbitrary oh i said i was gonna release i never believed he would go and release his taxes because i knew he wasn't gonna win so it wasn't a real issue to him and he knew he wasn't gonna win the only people that thought he was gonna win were his rabid supporters but if you look at the numbers he never really had a chance you know he just was trying to convert too much of the base to him and too short of a period of time and then um and he basically ran as not being hillary clinton for all the people that say hillary clinton ran as not being trump bernie sanders literally ran as i'm just not hillary clinton um so anyway the bar was so low for him that i don't think this will actually affect him and now he is a front runner maybe not the front runner but he is at least a front runner so i think it'll be different this time so he has to release his taxes to be like all right guys um i might win this shit so here's my taxes so we can get this over with so oh uh, so that was one big political thing we'll see tomorrow if it, the numbers come out um and then the other big political thing is that um ilhan omar is being attacked with death threats and um doctored videos trying to imply that she as a muslim woman somehow has no actual deference to the 9-11 terrorist attack on america um one of the people that circulated this video is uh this dude something crawford dan crawford dave crawford anyway um you may know him as the guy with the eye patch who um saturday night saturday night live mocked him pete davidson mocked him and then everybody got up in the republicans got up in arms of he lost his eye in the war or in battle or something and you this is a veteran and da 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 so saturday night live famously brought him back on and sat him and pete davidson sat at the weekend news update whatever Mm -hmm. desk and they basically kind of shook hands and made it like water under the bridge the guy was able to make a few jokes about um pete davidson and it was considered like no harm no foul we went too far on snl and we apologize well he's now 
one of the main people that has been tweeting out and promoting um this article i mean this news clip that makes it seem like uh ilhan omar was just sitting around um uh saying that 9-11 was a thing that happened like i forget the exact quote but it was like dismissive like you know it was some people that did a thing or something you know like that's not what she said it's obviously out of context it's obviously doctored it has not stopped the republicans from running with it because uh, she's a muslim woman and they've been having it out for her for a long time um and um the other part of it is that uh he um has basically acted like well i well i didn't think you know i was i wasn't i was just think she should be accountable for what she said i'm not saying mm-hmm. that the video i just shared the video it's not like i came up with you know that but shit. you shared it and that's the problem right um so that's that kind of thing where um i don't know it's kind of scary to see that happen to somebody but it's also kind of predictable right um, because it's one of those things where it's it's very frustrating because y'all go well y'all know this is y'all colleague and y'all attack her all different kinds of fucked up ways y'all attack her publicly if people can see it y'all ain't trying to hide it and the things that quote unquote is too dirty for y'all y'all let motherfuckers like this promote and do the shit that y'all want to do but can't do because nobody comes out and reprimand this man and nobody comes out and says we're against this y'all let it slide because y'all in the grants and it's very dangerous because it's like y'all do know that when you get that one crazy ass nut job that extremist that might actually go beyond just these words and threats they might actually go out and try to actually harm this woman everybody's going to want to come and condemn him but this is the bullshit that you put out in the air this is the shit that you promote it right um so yeah it's just kind of one of those things where um she's being purposely misrepresented um and as with all this shit i kind of find a little bit of irony in it because um she's kind of on that wave of like that justice dems type of incoming people that are like we campaigned on being like the anti-democrat democrats like we're anti-establishment democrats and there's this weird kind of relationship between them and then like the democrats that have been there for a while because you really came in the office by shitting on us right you shitted on us and now you're in office you got the seats that you wanted you you know you're saying the things you want to say you're on tv you're on twitter you're saying these statements uh statements that you've always condemned other democrats for not making right things that people go okay but if you say it like that it's gonna probably cause a shit storm and it's harder to get work done in a shitstorm. okay they went fuck it conventional knowledge we're younger we're gonna throw that out the window we're gonna do something our way and i think her uh ocasio cortez ayana presley and uh rashida talib have kind of become the faces of that i'm not saying they're the only ones i'm not even really saying they deserve to be the faces i don't feel like they all operate the same to be honest they don't but that's how they've kind of become the faces of this kind of justice dims like it's the democrats that are the real problem sort of democrats right um or liberal people that you know ran as democrats which i've i encourage i think 
those type of people that have felt like they haven't had a voice in the process this is get them getting involved in the process a lot of people are shitting on them and wanting them back out of the process or wanting them to like pay the consequences for being outspoken and all that stuff they're gonna pay that no matter what Agreed. so so like i don't have to have any ill will towards them that's Mm-mm. they are saying things that haven't been said the way they said them before off of twitter you know the things that ilhan omar says are not that controversial on like just twitter Mm-mm. they're very controversial in real life because real life's not twitter you know you're not you're not speaking to a bunch of people who agree with you all the time some of the things you're saying are beyond the pale for a lot of like just the general american consumption doesn't mean you're wrong but it does mean that it's new to them and no one said it to them to their face like that right um so for ilhan omar's part she's been very like outspoken on twitter she's not backing down she's you know talked about america and and she is american she's muslim she's all these things but you know this idea that she can't uphold the constitution or she hates the country uh she has to fight against that what i find interesting about that is looking at her twitter account and her kind of like allegiance to america it's funny how she has to say that in contrast to the attack she is experiencing right because that's the case 22 like you can be american and be like i fucking hate america because it's been fucked up i'm still an american i don't get to not be an american but america has a very fucked up track record with my people and so no i might not be all you know flag waving you know rah 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 let's go get them america team america fuck yeah but you can't really say that in elected office and it's like she almost has to shield herself in this patriotism because the attacks she's experiencing are essentially calling her unpatriotic and saying she doesn't love the country and why is she even holding office and people are sending her death threats and all that type of stuff yeah because you know for a lot of majority of white people in our country only white people are allowed to complain about america nobody else no everybody else's complaints are are fuck your complaints right if i complain about how i lost my white collar job i am an american you know if i complain about farming even though there's minority farmers i am an american okay i can complain about the shit that i think is unjust and not right and unfair and not valid i can complain about these things because i considered myself as being white and american everybody else is other so these other people complaining their voices don't matter their voices don't count and and if they don't get along with the shit that i'm talking about they automatically go to un-american and that's why it's some bullshit because white people have complaints about america too now they know this country is not perfect they know it's shit that's fucked up that actually directly impacts them too but when it's some shit that they don't want to talk about talk about racism you know you want to talk about being uh justice slavery you know uh genocide you know uh, the things that have been done to native americans asian people in this country when you start talking about that shit that don't directly quote-unquote impact them so fuck all that and you you bring that up you're anti-american so the same system that you claim to love and you complain about probably more than anybody else because you think you got the right to complain bigger than anybody else 
you can complain about these things but if anybody else breathes hard in the direction all of a sudden you want to pick up your flag and stab us like we're not fucking americans yeah what i find interesting is she gave a full speech um um about a week after the Christchurch shooting uh occurred the terrorist event in new zealand um the mosque got shot up it left 50 people dead um more people even injured she said many people expect our community to feel like it needs to hide every time something happens but repeatedly we have shown them that we are not to be bullied not to be threatened we are not to be terrorized we are strong and resilient we will always show up to be ourselves because we know we have a right to a dignified existence and a dignified life abridged versions of omar's comments were circulated on social media on thursday basically saying um trying to imply like i said that 9-11 was just something like just something some people did um which is not what she said okay the new york post put a cover up on this magazine uh cover of the i mean the time of the paper that said here's your something across the image of the world trade center towers burning to imply that you know oh every time something happens we have to hide and they're like well 9-11 is just something you think 9-11 was just something no it is important and and to imply you better hide you know you're like y'all y'all better be quiet as if all muslims did that as if muslims even did it you know um so um of course people are rallying around her some people uh, i'm not going to quote the new york post horrifying hateful cover casio cortez wrote in the post on twitter here's one fact at ilhan m uh is a co-sponsor on the 9-11 victim compensation fund she's done more for 9-11 families in the gop who won't even support health care for first responders yet are happy to weaponize her faith um once again it's sad to me she has to defend herself in that that the defenses for her have to be one that is wrapping her in the flag you know because in a way i don't know like i'm not i know there's not a perfect solution to stuff like this way it's like even the solution to this further tries to isolate her from being muslims her being herself being an immigrant all that stuff it's like how do we like show you guys that she's even more patriotic than you think it's like well these people's and i think the reason it bothers me is because these people's problem with her are not is not her patriotism no they use that as a as 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 a false fight this the fight ain't about that she's muslim that's the problem with them she's a brown muslim woman and she's talking saying anything right she was like a republican saying like you know talking their talking points they wouldn't have a problem with her they wouldn't let her in the fold as far as like you know oh you're cool but they would put her on a pedestal of like look a muslim person's on our side you know so it's it's definitely that she is a brown liberal woman who happens to be talking you know i think the interesting part is that these things on twitter no big deal tweet this out fine in the mainstream media you got one arm that is fox that is just out to destroy anything these women anything her uh alexandra Haskell cortez says uh and i'm sure eventually rashida Tlaib and ayana presley will get it even more but anything they say is is like we got to get them right now they have basically replaced these uh, uh cortez and ilhan have basically replaced their coverage of hillary clinton mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which i find interesting because to me 
I, I people always promote them as the anti like hillary clinton kind of like see these are real progressives this is what is gonna happen like we need women like this you guys only supported hillary clinton because she's a woman blah 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 let's see how you feel about these women 20 years later after 20 years of sustained attacks on their personhood from a big from the biggest wing of the media let's see how y'all feel about it because i got a feeling that they will erode the goodwill towards these women to where it'll be like hillary where even democrats shit on hillary because it's shit on hillary day it's always been shit on hillary day for so long we don't really remember a time when people were excited about hillary clinton because it's been a consistent uh sustained attack on her that appears to be what they're planning to do against omar and um cortez and to see the fact that people's defense of them have to be one of she's an american she's she's she she's on the board with 9-11 she uh you know she she loves america you know like to see that that has to be the like reply back they're already playing the other people's game you're already playing fox news's game um which is just sad because they haven't even been around a year really no no and a lot of it too is to wear out that youthful fight because when you have youthfulness you have a lot of energy you have a lot of spunk which is nothing wrong with that and that is always needed and that's a lot of thing a lot of times these things cause the system to move they cause the system to change it's just at a very slow process because when you're young you're like can't shit move and people are like yeah it can move but baby ain't gonna move as fast you think it's gonna move you know but but that's the part of the youth and the people the elders kind of working out their problems on the democratic side yeah that's that's also this other part to it where um you i've i've been resistant to a lot of the hype and resistant to a lot of the um demonization of these new women correct so like i'm i'm all i'm trying to stay away from the hype of it because to be honest i think the hype part is how people end up getting let down you start pumping these people up as the perfect solutions with the perfect things to everybody's responses and then all of a sudden now you're you're looking you're micromanaging these women right every single action they take you i still remember when um people were talking about you know going at chelsea clinton you know just a month or two ago and and they were looking at alexandria ocasio-cortez because uh ilhan's original comments about apac like secretly giving money to politicians to influence american elections uh the american like politics and stuff people are like that's an anti-semitic trope okay the secret jewish money and shit is that's that's fucked up the same you know who else believes that white nationalists believe that they believe there's like a secret jewish like government and influence on everything in the world like like so so people kind of were like i don't feel comfortable with you saying that i think you might want to walk those comments back and when uh alexandria ocasio cortez was one of those people that were like yeah she apologized and i support her and blah blah blah. people were like no you need to come out and say she was right and support that and it's like oh y'all are let down because she didn't go twitter on y'all she went okay this is a job and enough people like jewish people are still a group of people that have been oppressed as well and they're voting constituents just like everybody else right and so i don't want to like offend this group while also trying to hold israel accountable there's like a certain there's like a balance there and she had to address the elephant in the room which is that there is a balance there 
it can't just be rah 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 all the time one way today and then tomorrow your comments come up on you right so people but i remember people being like super disappointed and i was like eh, that's just her learning that that's just yeah, yeah. like that's the position where when you weren't in the race when you didn't hold an office and you were just on twitter and stomping you could be like everyone does everything wrong except me and then you get in office and you're like sometimes i gotta pull my shit back it's it happens i'm not disappointed in her Mm-mm. because i'm a realist and i'm also not like pumping her up either to be like leave her alone because i'm a realist she's gonna do some things you're not gonna agree with that's the fucking point of holding office right and also it's one of those things the reason why they attack 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 and micromanage and all that shit because at the end of the day they want to wear them the fuck out when they give up mm-hmm. that's the whole point of bombarding you and washing you and constantly feeling like you're being flooded and and over the most stupid and mundane shit they purposely take your shit out of context because they know you're young and see people that has been around for a while the people that y'all came in and y'all shitted on you know some of those people y'all gonna actually need and they know that and so it's one of those things where i said the youth and the young people they eventually are going to are going to mend bridges and they're going to have to work together because you know at the end of the day they <coughs> are, all have a purpose and they are working together right right they they are working together because the thing is a lot of the old heads like dog you need some longevity and you can't be out here like the road running all the time every now and then you're gonna have to be like the tortoise and i know that that's gonna kill you but sometimes you got to play the long game and the long game is fucking slow it's really 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 slow and it don't move quick and sometimes you got to compromise sometimes you got to reach across the aisle that's just a part of the fucking process but nobody wants to hear that when they're young and and this is just you know something that you know they're going through but i know that it i i feel like it will make them better uh politicians but you got to go through your bumps and your lumps and shit like that and people are seeing it live which is fine but the part about people seeing it live, they're seeing it live in the age of social media. When a lot of these candidates that are old went through this, but they went through it where you didn't constantly have cameras. Everybody wasn't watching them. Everybody wasn't uh, going at them all the time. Or if there was, there was just the news outlets and the newspapers going at them. Not like it is now. And so I think that that is the, the difference. And also, uh, when you're dealing with uh, people on social media, uh, like you said, it has to be a balance. So they're learning their balance between social media and real life. These people on social media, baby, they're not running for office. And if they get the way, it, 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 it put like this, and if the people running on social media ever got a position, they wouldn't get a goddamn thing done because they're thinking, no, 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 no. I'm not winning. Compromise. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. How does the government move when you do shit like that? It doesn't. So a lot of these people that, that are like that, they don't give a fuck about having the position or holding a position of the things attached to the position or constituents and being reelected. They don't have to have those issues or those problems because it's really easy for you to talk about shit that a some sometimes we just talking. I've never been in a position of power like that. So I don't know everything that goes behind it. And most of these motherfuckers on Twitter don't know either. They're just talking. Yeah. I think uh, a couple of things I wanted to hit on that you brought up um, social media. A lot of these, politicians now are partially famous because of social media agreed you know uh aoc for sure ilhan is becoming even more of a social media presence because she's being targeted and that makes you the focal point of attacks but it also makes you the focal point of a lot of people's attention that want to retweet you and support you and now when you look at her tweets i mean you're getting thousands of thousands thousands of retweets and responses 
um as of before where it might have been hundreds you know and before that dozens right um well even with all that if she's reading it if she's consuming it if she's responding to it um i'd hope she got good people around her i hope she's protected because we also know social media leads to protect to to depression mm-hmm. we also know that it can lead to paranoia it can lead to people having access to you that shouldn't um, it can lead to harassment and things of this nature so i hope she has people around her who are protecting her from that I, and same thing for ocasio cortez and stuff i mean a lot of these times they go live with this sort of like you know like she goes live on instagram and stuff like that it's like yes you you get to be a woman of the people but you have to be careful because the people aren't all good you know and and i worry about them for that and we'll see what the effects are on them eventually um the second thing is um when you talked about slow processes and getting into and realizing the different perspective when you're beholden to people as opposed to just being beholden to your twitter followers um it reminds me of activists that always talk shit about al sharpton when they first start being an activist mm-hmm. i mean you can almost set the clock to a black activist shitting on al sharpton it happens every time um so it's, it's sharpton ain't good enough he ain't doing it right i'm gonna get in here and i'm gonna show everybody how it's done and you know what the difference is all of the motherfuckers are burnt out two years in and they back to like trying to find their peace and their happy place and all that shit and i don't blame them right because it's a marathon and not a sprint you have to set up networks around you You have to protect yourself you need to you need to find a way to make this a living thing that is not simply about burning your passion out and then when you're exhausted and there's nobody there for these people anymore because you've now decided i can't take the slings and arrows of this shit and i have to worry about my own mental health so you need you might need to organize some people around you you might need to have people between you and the actual event and go okay so when am i getting there what happened when do i talk to the family you might need these things to be automated around you so that you have a 60 year career and not a six month career you know these motherfuckers will burn you out they'll flip on you on a dime you say one wrong thing and now you ain't shit and the same people that you were interacting with that were hyping you up are now telling you why you did something wrong and many times the wrong thing that you did was it was it make a choice in an impossible situation that where there was no right right or you just let people down because you were human for a moment you weren't a saint you weren't jesus and you might have said something that you just kind of regret or you might have done something that people could take a different way or maybe someone as as with ilhan and many others maybe someone misrepresented what you said you know the point being that you think that 60 years of that hasn't happened to sharpton you think white people been sitting here trotting out his point of view and being like let's make sure we get as clear as concise as possible no liberal white people don't like him republican white people don't like him white media outlets don't like him like there's a point to and he's found a way to navigate that there there's there's something he probably could be teaching you or you could be learning from watching him but instead our first response is to get in shit on the people that are already there and go i can do it better well this is the politician version of that to me it's ilhan ocasio cortez you know it's all these people coming in at the justice dems being like these democrats don't know what they're doing let's take this shit over and it's like okay i feel you i I understand the impetus of that emotion but there's also probably a reason nancy pelosi has made it this long in this game and you're not gonna be able to just get her up out of the paint right and you might want to learn that lesson unless you want to be a two-year politician 
what are her coping mechanisms what has she done like what is she what has she learned on that job and what can she dispense to you because you are the generation that's going to be here after her if you play your cards right so learn something too and so i think that's been interesting now the other part that um the other thing that that that's been happening this is mostly a twitter thing and uh i understand where people are coming from but low-key i feel like this is that pragmatist part of me that's like this is not really going to do anything so a lot of people have been slamming democrats and liberal people for not somehow uh attacking trump uh because trump said some shit about ilhan omar um of course he's obviously islamophobic and bigot all this stuff so he attacked her on twitter and so people have been like well why nancy pelosi you need to say something um hillary clinton you need to say something barack obama you need to say something uh all these people need to say something what i find interesting is a lot of the people they are now begging to say something on her behalf are people that they have attacked in the past like like ilhan has gone hard at obama you know now he's supposed to like get in formation the guy who they attacked as being a secret muslim what the fuck does it matter what he says like like at this point i'm really trying to understand and maybe i'm missing something but they keep saying like we want these people like people that y'all have demonized other democrats that y'all have shitted on who have positions of power you want them to jump in the line of fire on twitter and defend ilhan and um and like say something to trump and there's two questions i have what like one why do you want their word when you just call like obama a killer with a smile or some shit like that like why do you even want his defense like does that not am i only one that's not that doesn't make sense that's like me being like after all the things i've said about uh say charlamagne if something where to, someone would attack our podcast me to be like well i don't see charlamagne stepping up to help me out like what everybody would be like right why would he and i would have to be like you know what? that's a good fucking point why would he why do i even want that you know like so to me that's kind of that's like the first question and you know i and i literally it's, it's that thing where you they shit on the people that they call the establishment but then they also expect them to like use the like to use the establishment to protect them so you can lay the shit on them again like it's just such a weird thankless thing to ask someone the second thing is this though some of these people are coming out and you know supporting her on twitter and hashtag i stand with ilhan and all that stuff and whether they be people with huge platforms whether they be people with three followers on twitter what do y'all think that's gonna do and that question right there supersedes the first question i asked what do y'all think it's gonna do the people that are attacked who are actually attacking her i'm not talking about people like chelsea clinton or or hillary clinton or nancy pelosi or these people that folks feel comfortable targeting i'm talking about the people who are actually going to send her death threats the people who are now activated off of trump i'm talking about the new york post i'm talking about uh the people that own media platforms like fox news they're not going to give a fuck what any of these people say about we need to stand with ilhan 
none of them are going to care everyone does and this is why a lot of people are exhausted with the justice democrats people because when something does happen where the whole point of y'all was democrats don't spend enough time attacking the right they 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 will too much they they will they will too much they're too weak we fight to you know like we need to be fighting them well now you have people in positions of power y'all have the offices now y'all are still asking these people to fight for y'all via twitter which ultimately means nothing when has trump ever been like well that tweet sure showed me i'm gonna back down i was wrong you know um it it, kind of lends itself to a point that me and you talk about offline all the time and i'll just kind of give a peek behind you know the wall right Mm -hmm. quick but it's kind of like when certain people on twitter fight with these hoteps and then they get mad that other black people aren't going at these hoteps all the time and it's like because a lot of us know that the hotep is only as powerful as you give them the noise like come on the clicks and the attention is what they want they don't want a million people telling Tariq Nasheed to go fuck yourself is to him the numbers on that that matter is a million people it don't matter if they're saying go fuck yourself or you're absolutely right he just wants the attention Trump is the same way many of these Republicans are the same way has no one learned anything you can't fight Fox News by being like well guys nancy pelosi hillary clinton bernie sanders all came out and said uh we stand with ilhan well i guess we need to let that story go that's not how it's gonna go you are blaming these people for not being able to protect somebody from the unprotectable you literally cannot stop they those people have been the subject of targets targeted lies themselves and guess who was stopping it nobody you want hillary clinton to be able to stop this onslaught when she is the most lied upon person probably in fox news history you want barack obama the subject of secret muslim let me see your birth certificate to say the magic words that will stop republicans from attacking y'all that is not how this works it will not work they don't respect him that is not how that goes he's not a fucking savior he's not a god neither is hillary clinton neither is nancy pelosi neither is bernie sanders neither is joe biden none of these motherfuckers have that superpower that the the, the, the other party is beholden to bigotry that is it there's not a concession you can have there's not a compromise you can have with these motherfuckers so so this idea of if enough of us say the facts they'll have to admit it's a fact they won't it's the same stupid shit from from 2008 to 2016 it's the same fucking playbook like it's the same like jesus obama come save us shit and then when he can't do it it's your fault somehow no we have to stop fucking engaging these people in good faith stop expecting them to engage you in good faith stop treating their arguments as if they're good faith arguments it doesn't matter if you served on a 9-11 committee or not they don't actually care they only care that you're a muslim brown woman who has a fucking opinion they disagree with same thing with uh casio cortez being a brown woman whose opinion they disagree with they don't care about the facts and everyone continues to attack those folks in good faith as if you can combat it with some like knowledge or some shit it's like they're gonna pick up a book 
and be like oh i guess i was wrong no they see brown woman with a fucking head scarf on with a hijab on and they go you know what man um something is up with her so it's just i don't know it's just so disappointing you know that 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 we're still here because what i think of is now you're not talking about trump and the Mueller report anymore now you're not talking about collusion anymore now you're not talking about the issues and the policies you plan on running on for 2020 anymore no now we're all talking about what trump wants us to talk about and i saw people have the fucking i mean it's just people on twitter have the like they're like gerbils they they have such a short attention span that it was just we all have to pile on in the moment of we have to protect this woman your tweets can't protect her you want to protect her call the fruit of islam and say can y'all send some fucking bodyguards down here that's what will protect her secret service detail you're not going to protect her with your fucking tweet you'll be sitting at home tweeting on the comfort of your iphone and she'll be fucking still under threat of death from people so this is not that's this ain't getting it done and it never has low-key even when you make people feel better with twitter you haven't done shit for them hey man can uh people are threatening to kill me can y'all send me cute pictures of kittens it's not the same as actually protecting me dog and and it speaks to the importance and the entitlement that we have ourselves with our own social media accounts the fact that you would ascribe that level of power to yourself because you sent a tweet you protected her bullshit like you can no more protect her than you can uh, bring nipsey hustle back from the dead a tweet is not shit i'm not saying twitter's nothing i'm saying in the context of what y'all are talking about fucking death threats you know who else got a lot of death threats barack obama the guy that y'all mad not saying enough death he got the most death threats ever of all time they all sold out time. of bullets when he took office they sold out of bullets what are you talking about this has been the reality for everyone for all this time the people you said didn't go far enough were called were were threatened with death hillary clinton they were they were melon bombs did you think this was a game did you think this was only for them like it's this is some real shit it's not it's not just like the people you call cowards were called were, were being told i'm going to kill you right the people you call cowards were people we were afraid when they took the dais to give a speech would die and those are your cowards those are your killers with a smile that you demand perform this protection for you that is essentially amounts to nothing because they're not protected the only fucking thing that can protect you is your own bravery you take this position you say these words now you have to go out face the american public with the fact that they might want to fucking kill you nobody wants to talk about that shit but that's that's what barack obama been walking around with every day him and his family that's what hillary clinton walks around with every fucking day everybody talks about how much money people got and all this shit if a motherfucker want to kill you they can be broke and find a way to kill you happens every day b happens every day no one wants to talk about that shit everybody want to be a twitter martyr all these people walking around saying all this shit under the auspices of representing the american people are dealing with this too so it's kind of a weird flex to be on some like you didn't tweet enough for me for my taste it's ridiculous like i understand it's a litmus test and people love these purity tests and it's a good like 
well this will separate the candidates i will vote for and won't cool cool it's the primary do your thing this is what you're supposed to do in the primary right every little issue is going to be the biggest issue in the world use that to kind of cherry pick who your favorite politician is understand that cool 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 um understand even if that your favorite politician or your least favorite politician says leave ilhan alone it ain't gonna change not a goddamn thing the fact that she is a woman of color in a position of power has put her in danger from jump and the more truthful she speaks the more forceful she speaks she's gonna be even more of a target and when she fucks up that's right because she ain't perfect she's gonna still be a target if she were to say everything the way you that these people demand she says it she would still be a target you have to understand the underlying evil of what you are dealing with when you are dealing with this country everyone taking it upon themselves to use their platforms to speak some level of truth to power to this public is in danger okay we're talking about a man who a man who was in charge who says the media is the enemy and yet somehow you expect this same media to be on the side of only liberal people all the time they scared too right like it's a big ass problem one that many people took for granted for eight years because they thought we have a president in charge that looks like he's responsible so let's shit on him let's shit on the democratic party let's shit on the 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 voting populace let's shit on everybody guys and just have big old shit party and then you get some motherfucking actual not even thinly veiled open racist bigot evil people in charge and now everybody wants barack obama and hillary clinton to come down from the mountain and save them they couldn't save themselves how the fuck they gonna save you it's just crazy but i hope that at least what i've seen from ilhan's own tweets she seems to have a better handle on this than most people like everybody else is running around freaking the fuck out and she seems to be the one like hey this is part of the job you know now i don't mean that that doesn't mean she's not scared behind the scenes or whatever i mean she's human too but she seems to be like no 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 i'm not gonna stop talking and this is what the job is so whether she's like using that to like push herself promote herself that's dope i don't care she seems to be a, a, a person that seems to have uh some uh really valid points of view so if she's promoting herself that means she's also promoting a point of view good and if it's really just what she means if that's just a genuine way that she's looking at everything also good i have no problem with that woman but like i said this to me was always going to be the problem for a lot of folks and they need to get off of their who's tweeting about it shit and get to some actual like what can we really do like what can we really do to to protect somebody because we always say that word and what y'all really what it normally ultimately uh comes down to is a bunch of tweets maybe a gofundme what do we do for something like this because i don't know if y'all understood this was going to happen i've been saying it on the show for a minute now for a minute now every time we cover this topic i'm like yo these people are dope i love them i don't know what the fuck is gonna happen because this shit is cool on twitter it's not cool everywhere right so what do we do for that so um but yeah i i mean (laughs) as long as you don't see these people coming out and being like fuck her i think it's gonna be fine either way because this shit will pass because this was really initially started by donald trump and his tweets 
and like everything with him he has the shortest attention span and he will move on to something else controversial probably today come on and y'all will be talking about whatever the fuck he tells you whatever he dictates y'all will be talking about because at the end of the day no one can stay focused on anything it's all just well what did he say today i don't even follow trump i have him nope. muted down on I have twitter him blocked, yeah. i have him blocked everything and i still it still gets through right it still gets through and the fact that people are still placating him by going we have to respond to him how come you didn't say anything to trump on twitter why do you think he's gonna learn there's the only lesson he's learned is that the worse he is on twitter the better it is for him correct idiots ah my god anyway i'm sorry i know they just people and they responding because they 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 hurt too and this is a fucked up country but it's just i don't know it's like expecting something different at this level at this time from the same tactic how am i the crazy one to be like y'all have to stop addressing him and going back and forth with him right because you all look like lunatics yeah i was i was listening to um i think it's called radio atlantic or something the atlantic's podcast and they had howard dean on and howard dean was talking about you know long shot presidential candidates but one of the things he brought up was because he wasn't endorsing anybody he just was bringing up different examples and one of the examples he brought up when it comes to dealing with trump he was like uh amy klobuchar had a great way of dealing with him because she did a, um her announcement out in the snow and trump tweeted some stupid shit about the snow and how she looked dumb out there or whatever and she replied back uh when the media asked her about it because they always do she was like i wonder how his hair will look in the snow and then she hopped on to all her policy points and didn't talk about it any further now most of these politicians can't help themselves they are they love the moment that trump recognizes them because then they get the grandstand on like how he's a horrible man and we need to come together as a country she didn't even waste time doing that shit she's like it's not worth it she's like just get to the policies his hair looks stupid let's get to the policies that's the fucking point now i'm not saying she's a better like don't write up here about her i don't really give a fuck about any of these candidates you don't as has been repeated ad nauseum on my podcast and in my real life but that tactic there's something to be said for that you can't let him dictate your fucking platform and what you spend your time talking about the democratic debates can't be trump did this trump said that it can't it can't just be that there's 18 of y'all how you gonna distinguish the difference between you and the next 17 motherfuckers because you we all know the difference between y'all and trump what's the difference between you and the next person though that's what i'm interested in um and these little kerfuffles online they have real consequences because people are really threatening to kill this woman but then us exacerbating them and attacking other democrats based off of it and shit i don't think that actually helps anyone Mm-mm. even if a thousand percent of democrats were all on the same page and said we stand with ilhan it wouldn't really fucking matter to be honest anyway i know i talked for a long time was there anything else karen Mm-mm, you did mark lamar hill did chime in and said uh nancy Pelosi said the memory of 9 11 is a sacred ground any discussion of it must be done with reverence the president shouldn't use the painful images of 9 11 for a political attack and mark lamar hill quoted her and said agree can we also talk about who this political attack was against and i was like well what did jill stein say you know these niggas would slide back you knew these niggas would slide back that 
it's, it's like they just peeked out and was like is it okay yet is it okay can i can i come back and start getting paid for my opinion on politics again cool it's been, it's been silence yeah somebody was and he did respond to somebody who was like man you voted for jill stein what the fuck why would anyone listen to your political advice he's like y'all so the country's on fire y'all won't listen to the fireman's advice they was like no nigga you the arsonist you part of why the country burning <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about no we don't want your advice uh ilhan omar did have some tweets about this this country was founded on the ideas of justice of liberty of pursuit of happiness but these core beliefs are under threat each and every day we are under threat by an administration that would rather cage children than pass comprehensive immigration reform um an administration that would rather give billionaires tax breaks than provide a little cushion for working people an administration that would rather attack fellow americans who are transgender and wear our country's uniform to fight for equality and opportunity for all i did not run for congress to be silent i did not run for congress to be silent i did not run for congress to sit on the sidelines i ran because i believed it was time to restore moral clarity and courage to congress to fight and defend our democracy no one person no matter how corrupt inept or vicious can threaten my unwavering love for america i stand undeterred to continue fighting for equal opportunity and our pursuit of happiness for all americans thank you for standing with me against an administration that ran on banning muslims from this country to fight for the america we all deserve so um and then uh alexandria ocasio cortez tweeted out a uh, quote from um i don't even know this man's last name uh martin's i can't read it because of the way it's turned but first they came for the socialists i did not speak out because i was not a socialist you know that first they, then they came for the trade union then mm-hmm. i didn't speak out right mm-hmm. then they came for me there's no one left to speak for me um and she said uh members of congress have the duty to respond to the president's explicit attack on ilhan's life her life uh uh, attack today ilhan's life is in danger for our colleagues to be silent is to be complicit in the outright dangerous co- targeting of a member of congress we must speak out um yeah and then the other thing i would say um for all this if i was running for president if i was just a democrat if i was just a colleague of this woman i absolutely would tweet something out mostly to get people to shut the fuck up because i don't think the tweets are gonna save nobody i don't think trump is gonna be like well damn i didn't know nancy pelosi was pissed like i don't think it'll change anything uh the kind of deranged people that are attacking her and want her dead because she's a muslim they won't be swayed by these other democrats who they don't respect but if but if i'm running or if i'm holding a position i go ahead and do it just to get y'all niggas to leave me the fuck alone get out my mentions like and more importantly what i think a lot of this shows is how detached from social media the average politician is and probably has to be right they're they're not reading all this shit you can't it's us who are sitting around reading social media all day these motherfuckers i guarantee have two or three people between their social media and them probably got to have a meeting to tweet some shit out that's why they don't never have no misspellings typos Mm -hmm. deleted tweets they don't politicians don't even have that because there's a staff of probably two or three people before they even fucking get a tweet out i doubt nancy pelosi is pulling up her motherfucking uh iphone and being like oh what's going on on timeline right posting her notes app because she has meetings and other shit to actually do right and i think that's a huge disconnect between the general populace and these politicians like these younger people they grew up on social media it is a part of their campaign strategy they're constantly on and so they're more like in tune with the minute-to-minute happenings there's a chance nancy pelosi doesn't even fucking hear about this shit on the twitter side of it until monday 
and to them they're like you waited four days like nigga i have a fucking life i don't look at this phone every yeah, day i'm flying i'm in other countries i'm campaigning I, i'm signing bills i got shit to do right so it's interesting um like i think obama looked really savvy when in office because he was one of the first people that had campaign people just dedicated to social media like that and a lot of people have copied his blueprint but that nigga don't have them niggas on staff no more Mm-mm. he not president no more Mm-mm. like like i guarantee you it's not no hourly means or whatever the fuck it used to be or you know like hit me on the hip and let me know what y'all about to tweet like it's that shit is done like his shit is much more coordinated now but also probably much more relaxed agreed so i just find a lot of this shit to be weird um all right let's see what else has happened um a michigan man sues his parents for eighty six thousand dollars for what for tossing his porn collection away what were these the 80s i mean was these the best stuff a michigan man seeking to squeeze out over eighty six thousand dollars from his parents in civil court for allegedly throwing out his large pornography collection what a dvds no they're v8 what a betamax the name of the son and his parents were withheld uh by wxmi who obtained the federal civil court documents on friday my guess is that they were all kinds of media because if you have eighty six thousand dollars worth of porn you've gone through the generations you probably got some i about to say you have gone because honey them dvds used to be twenty dollars and then then don't don't get it don't get extra uh fancy it won't the deluxe edition or the or the double uh vhs tapes you fuck around and spend fifty dollars yeah he probably got microfiche laser disc eight tracks he probably got all the porn come on um the riff started with the family back in october 2016 when the man moved back into his parents michigan home after a divorce among his possessions was a smut collection he said in court documents worth twenty nine thousand dollars so he had moved down now it was like the fuck is this i mean the divorce i mean maybe that's why he got divorced she was like twenty six thousand dollars worth of porn our children can't go to college <laughs> and you in here you got somebody's salary down here in pornography you in here with jamming janet jackman the best of afrocentrics i cannot i know like somebody get, said you got you got 45 versions of booty talk booty cannot talk that much this right here is a collection of assliciously delicious come on and we are gonna have to sit down and budget the rest of the year because you couldn't help yourself okay did it call the 1-800 numbers too do you need all the all that ass i mean every last <laughs> volume well, baby, even the deluxe edition baby you know volume two got cherokee i can't throw that away uh he's like a porn hoarder um less than a year later the man moved out to indiana uh when his parents allegedly delivered his property to his new home the son noticed his massive collection was missing they're like son we want you to be able to get a new wife and any woman seeing thirty thousand dollars worth of porn is not gonna marry you according to the documents his parents allegedly told him they destroyed his porn <gasps> that's the extra step they didn't just throw it out because they knew he would have gone to the trash bin mm-hmm. to find it they must have had like a porn burning like book burning burning and so i mean to an extent i i can see him being mad because he's like this is a lot of fucking money y'all knew what this was just send me my shit oh i definitely can see him being mad i would right be, i'd be pissed off now you did live in a house so there's a i don't know uh were you paying rent was it rent free maybe they felt old i don't know 
um or they may have been against pornography and it's like the fuck is this yeah in that case you need to get a storage room or something dude come on the man tried to press charges on his parents by calling ottawa county sheriff's office but the prosecutor's office did not pursue the case sir we are not suing for your collection of uh fat ass white girls okay we're not Mm -hmm. gonna do this um mm-hmm. we big titty barbies we we will not pursue this case sir mm-hmm. i don't think so sir um the black street hookers collection is not priced at four thousand fifty dollars i'm sorry but that that seems a bit exorbitant and we're not gonna waste the time of the da on this one okay Mm-mm. don't think we're gonna bring this from trial I, sir i don't think no jury is gonna be uh voting on this one right um according to the lawsuit the man began emailing his parents if you had a problem with my belongings you should have stated that at the time and i would have gone elsewhere instead you chose to keep quiet and behave vindictively now that is a point don't secretly destroy my thirty thousand dollars worth. tell me i could have came and got my shit now i will say this there's no fucking way he had thirty thousand dollars worth of porn in his room and it wasn't neatly organized as like on display like i imagine it's on display the way like like bookshelves it was on a bookshelf he had the original covers and y'all right. know how them original covers go he's like i have it organized by porn star uh as well as by volume of series so be, be like be like i i i have it y'all know how y'all when people do comic books they buy two versions they go this is the one i'm gonna read and this is the one you don't open up to open up the plastic yeah like i expect him to have like a dewey decimal system come uh, on dewey uh, decimal in his house he got a he got a, a dicky decimal system i don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my jackie de- de- uh, decimal system okay um so we have it organized by category uh anal of course is in the a's uh like what like what's, like how did he have it set up oh you're looking for jay for uh <laughs> you're looking for jay for jacking off with the feet uh I know you you think it'd be under f for feet but you have to memorize the system uh <laughs> oh oh you're looking for v- vanessa del rio would be in the d's for del rio not the v for vanessa i know even though i do have that title v is for vanessa so <laughs> make sure that you uh check it out and uh i'll sign your library card and please return return please return and please be, be kind please rewind like was he like <laughs> like did he leave it in the box you know like never removed from box nrv or whatever like was he like you know i gotta make sure that uh no fingerprints on my porn and, and you know what and i'm pretty sure whatever pornography store he went to they knew that nigga they knew yeah. him 29 they was like well that's- hey bob hey that's you you know <laughs> come on come on down here we got the new new shit just for you dog Twenty nine thousand dollars worth of porn do you even watch porn at that point like is that like baseball cards like that's why that's why i stopped collecting baseball cards is because i figured out baseball cards were not to take out hold and look at the the numbers it was to put in a sheet somewhere and never touch it again and put it on display or hide it and then one day you sell it and i was like this is not fun i'm a child (laughs) i don't want this dry ass gum and these valueless ass cards i'm not having fun 
you know it's the oh yeah i bought transformers but you don't take them out the box so you gotta just get optimus prime and put them in the box and put it in storage you missed why, the whole purpose right? i want to play with optimus prime why would i that's, do that no that's not how that works so when you have twenty nine thousand dollars worth of collectible porn are you even jerking to it like it must just be somewhere on the shelf he's like oh here's my mint condition never removed from box volume one afrocentrics uh um um uh, uh, uh come on you know you know that shit was probably on the display you know how they have like the display this glass and got like that one thing and that glass mm-hmm. in, in in case it's like, spinning around and shit like somebody's like oh my god man i never seen this dvd let me borrow your ebony and a's and you just slap his hand away like sir Mm-mm. that is not too jerk to are a, you some sort of philistine he got a porn museum the amount of value that would be lost just from even one one jerk of one drop of semen touching this 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 vhs would completely tarnish the value of my ebony a's collection i would have to ask you to leave mm-hmm. my museum he bought he bought so much shit but like, hey you buy so much shit we're gonna give you the discount we get the big the big boys because we know we're gonna get the money out of you when the mom when his mom cleaned his room he recovered he who has been in my room what what are you talking about somebody was in my room how come booty talk 30 was over there by booty talk 7 now we know that i keep booty talk 30 next to booty talk 36 because they both have caramel in it come on now if the seeds are not matched up then somebody's been in my room touching things and i demand you not to touch anything you're fucking up my collection mom son the cum rags were coming from under the door i had to do something i don't <laughs> care i'll clean up the tissues if you have a problem with it just say something that's why they couldn't say nothing to him because he probably was taking it personal oh you know he was you need thirty thousand dollars worth of porn get out of my room mom i can't wait till he move out we destroy his porn you know that's what they said according to the lawsuit his father allegedly responded believe it or not one reason why i destroyed your porn was for your own mental and emotional health i would have done the same if i found a kilo of crack cocaine someday i hope you will understand no i will never understand <laughs> i'm sorry dad Mm-mm-mm. me finding something to yours but like fuck it it don't mean nothing to me and burning it you will be living too that's why you can't be living with other people and that's what got him really you got to keep that marriage together you want to keep your thirty thousand dollars worth of porn i don't know right crack cocaine that mean i'm going to jail i'm not going to jail for porn that ain't the same he said crack cocaine dog crack cocaine i mean it is a lot of crack in these in these porns but oh a lot of cracks <laughs> come on baby please i need it i'll suck your dick to see somebody suck some dick oh man so sad see that come between the family like that mm-hmm. all right let's move on to something else how about we do some fucking with black people <laughs> we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles to make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody you 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 think his dad looked at him but like son easy comes easy goes <laughs> 
uh, I actually do think he did that. Uh, why can't I find? Here you go. That's how his daddy felt justified in, 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 in mm-hmm. his actions because he didn't see the importance of it. Uh, deputy sheriff turns in his son for arrest over fires at historically black churches in Louisiana. Good. Uh, police arrested a 21-year-old son of a sheriff's deputy in connection with the fires at three historically black churches in one Louisiana parish in just 10 days um cbs news has learned that it was the suspect's father deputy roy matthews who turned him into authorities the fires were devastating to the st landry parish community investigators arrested suspect holding matthews wednesday evening matthews social media shows he had an interest in black metal music and is the lead singer for a band called vodka vultures um matthews lives in st landry parish where the churches burned just a few miles apart police have not yet revealed a motive racism yeah uh, police looking for a motive for a dude who burned down black churches spider-man spider-man does whatever a spider can spins a web any size catches thieves just like flies look out here comes the spider-man um yeah the church was churches were empty at the time of each fire no one was hurt earlier the week the naacp said the church burnings were domestic terrorism deburned black churches three of them no motive come on now (laughs) what he wasn't burning random churches he purposely went to the ame zion he purposely went to the pentecostal he purposely went to the non-denominational. Come on! What do you think his excuse is going to be in court? I thought the bitch was white! God damn it! I thought the bitch was white! <laughs> Fuck! That's going to be, uh, I didn't know they were black churches. I just burned three random churches. Please three don't hate crime churches. me. So, uh, yeah. Zero to a hundred, Karen? Oh, a hundred yeah um well so I, well 75 because the dude turned the the sun in but this was still 75 at the highs yeah i feel like god do you this that's so that's a good point i okay so to be honest i still feel 100 fucked with <laughs> right but i do understand turning his son in must have sucked blah 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 i don't really care about that as much but i'm glad that the right thing happened mm-hmm but uh, i'm still a hundred fucked with i'm still a hundred fucked with it just it's the historical image of what he did i know he did it to fuck with us correct and you know even though his father turned him in it's still kind of whack you know uh cory booker introduces a bill to form reparation study commission all right cool um the bill is a way of addressing head on the persistence of racism white supremacy implicit racial bias in our country it will bring together the best minds to study uh study the issue and propose solutions that will finally begin to write the economic scales of past harms and make sure we are a country where all dignity and humanity is affirmed booker said in a statement earlier this week 
uh it mirrors a bill that was introduced by house representative sheila jackson lee democrat of texas it would have passed former commission to study the impact of slavery and continuing discrimination against african americans and make recommendations on reparation proposals for descendants of slaves uh many 2020 candidates are using this as a platform uh idol so uh cory booker is like the latest jordan fray and is actually using this power to propose something karen zero to 100 oh zero zero for me as well zero tanazi coast himself said that uh this committee is like forming this committee people try to treat it as a dismissive non-thing he's like this could be fucking huge you don't know the scope of the problem unless you study it as of yet nobody even wants to study the fucking problem agreed and we're talking about probably a massive undertaking because what isn't motivated by racial discrimination in this country housing education um jobs uh military like there's so many things where we are old but you can't really figure out a way to one come up with solutions or to know the scope of the problem unless you take on a committee so it's no little thing to see people be so dismissive of it was kind of sad because and i think it's really that they don't like cory booker and cory booker is typically a milk toast politician when it comes to race and speaking on things but i don't give a fuck if who proposed it don't care like yes do this so anyway zero for me um see uh a white power symbol was found after a fire destroyed social justice center that hosted rosa park rosa parks at mlk hmm, you don't say yeah a tennessee social justice center has that has hosted iconic civil rights leaders was destroyed in a fire a white power symbol was found on the site the symbol which officials did not describe or say it was connected to the white power movement was discovered after the main office was completely destroyed in a fire last week the highlander research education center said in the news release tuesday it was spray painted on the parking lot connected to the main office no one was hurt in friday's blaze while we don't know the names of the culprits we know that the white power movement has been increasing and consolidating power across the south across this nation and globally highlander said since 2016 the white power movement what happened in 2016 Karen? anything nothing Ooh, okay well, maybe election i don't know since 2016 the white power movement has become more visible and we've seen the manifest that manifest in various ways both subtle and overt highlander 30 minutes east of knoxville has provided training and organizing efforts toward merging social justice movements in the south since 1932 when miles horton founded the highlander folk school it played a key role in civil rights movement by helping to organize montgomery alabama boys uh, boycotts and aided in the founding of the student Nonviolent coordination committee snick according to the center's website so yep um and this is jefferson county so louisiana is this the same well this one's not a church though it's not a church so i wonder if, i don't know they, you, basically the way you described this was a very important location and they would have meetings and shit like that and yeah. it was just like we're gonna attack it because this is where black people conjugate just like a church mm. yep they keep burning shit now zero to a hundred oh a hundred yes it's purposely it's a, it's a form of fear and and then uh when you do this shit uh depend on you know the financial situation some of the shit may not be able to be rebuilt right that's also a purpose of you burning shit down right um so yeah i would give that a hundred as well 
um because obviously uh that fucks with you when you see that uh motherfuckers are targeting uh these black institutions and you left a white sim white power symbol to let people know oh not an accident not an accident at all last one justin fairfax who is the lieutenant governor of virginia black man uh and has been accused of sexual assault by a couple of women at this point i remember that uh his accuser speaks out she's a black woman there has been an expectation to protect black men at all costs in february meredith watson claimed that virginia's lieutenant governor justin fairfax raped her while they were in college at duke university nearly two decades ago now she is speaking out to gail king on cbs this morning um gail be honey y'all better watch out gail is coming from all them awards in an emotional interview tuesday watson claimed she met fairfax uh at the end of her freshman year in college they were good friends he was someone i really trusted and during my junior year one night he invited me to come over to celebrate he was nearing the end of his senior year and just wanted to hang out i did not think anything of it because it was normal it was something we'd done tons and tons and tons of times she said she, she completely trusted him but then she alleged he began to blocking the door turn the lights off and he did things that he shouldn't do to someone without their permission and i tried several times to get up and leave and was pushed back down she said she continued he forcibly sexually assaulted and ra- raped me it was not on the bed initially there was a couch he pulled me over and over and i tried several times to get up and was pushed back down and held down he denied raping her and said that the night in 2000 was consensual watson replied if you have to hold someone down it's not consensual see this is the shit i talk about when people bring up like true crime cases though and they go well uh you know they don't have enough evidence to convict this person you never will with most of this shit because all he got to say is it's consensual so you either believe her or you believe me but uh you can't throw me in jail for this shit and it's enough to make people not report it it's enough to make people not go to the police it's enough to make police not even waste time investigating it quote unquote king asked did you ever talk to him at the allegedly assaulted did you ever say how could you do that to me you were my friend she explained that because fairfax knew she had been sexually assaulted before he believed he could get away with it i did one night after it happened i was at a party on campus he came and so i went to leave like i left and he followed me out and was sort of following after me calling after me i was just running trying to get away and then i finally stopped and i turned around and all i said to him was why why would you do that to me he said i knew because of what happened to you last year that if i got you in the right situation you'd be too afraid to say or do anything about it damn she added he knew what he was going to do that night when he asked me to come over watson also addressed the backlash she received saying as a black woman she is even less believed and that there is a expectation to protect black men at all costs uh watson's accusations came less than a week after vanessa tyson said he forced her to give him oral sex in the summer of 2004 fairfax has denied both tyson and watson's claims both black women fairfax accused aren't being allowed to testify publicly before virginia legislators so they are going public to the media and of course getting big old sexual assault checks in the mail i'm sure that's the only because you know no one ever gets sexually assaulted be after that money people just like to get rich off of it somehow mysteriously that no one ever has figured out the calculations to how they get rich we've never seen a bank account or a check but somehow that's what this was i'm sure because he was about to buy nbc um but yeah uh zero to a hundred oh 100 yeah it's definitely a 100 but it's also just that thing that we talk about there has to there 
our protection of black men will often come at the cost of the other black people around us of course of straight black men and that has always been a problem and now that people are speaking out about it directly it's not the time to shut them down or to turn around and get offended because you don't like the words toxic masculinity or patriarchy or whatever like this thing where you just pull the i'm an ignorant black man don't be don't be saying big words to me this shit ain't gonna fly or it shouldn't fly people need to stop letting it fly because you can do better when you know better you wanting to remain ignorant is really about wanting to remain the way that you measure power powerful like i want to get away with this shit so yeah that's that's so uh that's so shitty but i did see it with him right away was a lot of he's a black man so you telling me i'm like okay so when y'all found out his accusers were black women now what because y'all love to play the it's these white women's trying to emmett till it's emmett till y'all it's like okay well it's, it's it's black women now are we still on that anita hill shit how how far have we come really everybody always talks about the me too movement and being scared but how far have we really even come justin fairfax is still working yes he is he's not planning on resigning that office Mm-mm. and for me the moment that um i know other people try to be more understanding of this fuck that i'm not the moment for me where i said fuck this guy was when he was in that meeting after he released mm-hmm. that statement and was mm-hmm. like you know basically this bitch lying i said he did it he did it you don't talk like people that didn't do it don't talk like that that's not how it works you know that's that's the, the, the like fuck that especially when you release a public statement saying the exact opposite of we need to hear these women and i do trust believe women i do trust these fuck that man bitch be lying bitches lying on me at a fucking meeting you holding a political office with his staff and didn't think that shit was gonna get out trash man um all right let's do some uh uh guest erase and then we'll get out of here um now that it's time for some guest erase that's right it's guest erase time now that it's time for some guest erase that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read the play lose arguments from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race of course everyone playing is racist all right a woman stole a uh truck from city employees because she had to pee oh shit was there a bathroom in the truck she allegedly asked some philadelphia city workers to pee between two of their parked work trucks but she took off in one of the vehicles instead <laughs> the woman identified as amanda bonner 33 approached some philadelphia street department employees and explained her bladder distress given her dilemma the employees granted her permission to relieve her bladder in between two of their parked trucks but as nbc 10 reports at least one of the city's own ford f 53 ford f-350 pickup trucks was unoccupied with the engine running when the woman asked to use the area near it as an impromptu toilet the unusual request occurred at a job site uh but it's around 8 30 p.m tuesday but instead of just going she actually went she took the truck drove off on walnut street the shock Ooh, city employee walnut street them trucks got gps up until they found ass 
they gave chase on foot and the others in another city truck the employees caught up with bonner and the stolen vehicle at a red light on 16th and locust streets by then police arrived as well and bonner was taken into custody bonner faces theft and other related offenses for alleged urge to just go Mm. sound like she really pissed those people off uh karen guess the race white all right they when they found her they were like you're in trouble all right check the chat room uh becky with the weak bladder white um not a lot of guesses white okay got a few whites all right so i think all three went white white a white woman so everybody's going white karen went white the correct answer is white can you see a picture no it's slowly coming up oh oh it's like her eyes are closed i wonder if she was drunk something happened in there she also has a red mark around her nose and neck like they might have had to grab her up that's a big ass truck right Mm-mm-mm. um let's see uh look well before we go to the next one i'm gonna take a quick break all right now to the next story little rock social worker arrested in killing of pastor she, oh, op- she opened fire and yelled you broke my heart cops say a little rock social worker specializing in anger management oh <laughs> i guess she didn't read her own books uh, she said she knew how to manage it didn't say which way <laughs> is accused of fatally shooting a former saint mark baptist church pastor and injuring his wife in their west tennessee apartment on thursday this gotta be the worst way to get shot not for him i mean obviously but for his wife like nigga you have an affair and now i gotta get shot what i I got to do with this nothing according to an affidavit filed by collierville tennessee police 39 year old latosia shanta daniels oh okay arrived in an apartment building to broads and tabitha perry at the uh meridian parks apartments um around 9 30 p.m tabitha perry 42 who was alone at the time let daniels in because she knew daniels from when she and her husband lived in little rock Mm. oh you always know the side chick that's for sure (laughs) the two talked for about a half an hour before barry rose perry 36 who then served as a pastor at the mississippi boulevard christian church in memphis came home and soon after followed his wife and daniels to the front door that was when daniels reportedly drew a handgun from a jacket jacket and shot bros perry multiple times in his head and torso repeatedly yelling you broke my heart good god she wanted to be sure he was dead daniels then shot tabitha perry in the shoulder as she knelt beside her husband according to officers daniels removed the gun's magazine began to reload it with ammunition when she pulled she pulled from her jacket pocket when collierville police arrived shortly before 10 30 p.m so it sounded like she was gonna kill the wife too maybe right she came packing according to a police report of the shooting officers ordered daniels to drop the gun when she didn't comply the officer shot her with a beanbag shotgun authorities took her into custody 
bros and tabitha perry will both take it to the hospital bros perry died early friday morning tabitha perry was released from the hospital shortly after according to the collierville police spokesman lieutenant david townsend it was a great sadness and heavy hearts that we share with you the sudden passing of executive pastor bros perry a lot of men in the cloth uh having a lot of extramarital things going on these days uh, i guess this will happen when you don't buy lamborghinis apparently so according to the statement bros was a phenomenal man dedicated to kingdom of god daniels was taken to the baptist memorial hospital for her injuries yeah that's poor woman sound like she didn't even know about that affair and then right she she just talked to you for 30 minutes you know she was oblivious to what was happening and like the level of crazy to sit there and talk to that woman for 30 minutes knowing what you was planning on doing her husband everybody always thought that's the thing i always thought was funny the people that talk about the side chick rules and you gotta do this and you gotta do that i'm like you know y'all niggas are talking about cheating right you know what else has rules marriage the marriage you're cheating on you're rule breakers hey we're gonna break the rules of these new rules man only thing gonna have is somebody gonna be crazy and now everything all the side chick rules done your wife done got shot when you somebody dead. crazy when somebody ain't all wrapped together these are the problems she faces one account each of first degree murder and attempted murder assault on a police officer escaping and resisting arrest she's been a social worker in little rock and possessed a doctorate in the social work with a specialization in criminal justice according to jesus according to the website for the the root behavioral health llc and a lot of people that go into these fields man they be they be having some issues sometimes it's like i'm trying to figure myself out according to the website she previously worked as a mental health consultant for little rock job corps and was a contract mental health provider for pulaski county juvenile detention center daniels is no longer being held at the shelby county jail on monday according to the online jail roster so they must have moved her uh karen guess the race of latosha shanta daniels black and i'm surprised they hit with a beanbag it didn't shoot her okay i'm going with black huh mm-hmm. let's check the chat room and see what they believe she'll get up and sing at his funeral too what black oh no seven whole days yes without a word from, from you. you oh what this is gonna be monday yes and mary played a game tuesday things weren't the same on wednesday yes. i shot you and your wife <laughs> thursday the police threw me in jail <laughs> come on uh friday they moved me <laughs> now i know a gentleman um and on the next week i was charged with your murder mm-hmm. uh she'll <laughs> sunday i was guest the race um <laughs> so yeah she'll get up and sing the funeral with rod when you read the headline i knew she was black she was just a friend john gray voice it was an emotional affair yeah the emotion was anger ah! he shouldn't have crossed her black oh i see what you did there good one good one i see what you did there um wore a musty wig when she committed the crime black um that nigga ain't shit black the correct answer is and you all got it black Oh, 
she she did that shit mm-hmm. out here telling these women you love them she was ready to do the crime the time for it too you could tell mm-hmm. she's been degraded red charged with two murders because honey she had re she was like everybody going to die right you know it probably told her shit like i'm gonna leave my wife and all that shit too mm-hmm and she like a serial killer because somebody murdered her edges before she left the house oh mm-hmm i went there <laughs> everybody dying apparently she snatched her edges and then snatched that gun up and started shooting people come on let's go to the bonus round <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points. Double the race. And the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is a very rare two for two. I know, right? But can she keep it going? I'm going to try. We'll see how your racism feels in this one. I know, right? Volleyball coach stole female players' underwear and stored it in a label container. Drawers, police say. Oh, is he labeling like food? Samantha Abraham, 1-22-2019. Did he put an expiration date on this? What the fuck is this? Uh, former university, he probably got mad when his parents threw it out. He sued him. You know he did. A former University of Kansas volunteer volleyball coach was arrested earlier this month for allegedly stealing dozens of pairs of underwear from female players and cataloging them in his home. Dozens of pairs? You know, they, they was like, dog, have you seen my drawers? Like, I, I know when I packed my shit, I had X amount of drawers. Like, I, I guess I just keep losing them when it's time to wash the clothes. I don't know, lady. Right. Just go out there without no drawers on um speaking of which anybody got any lightless old uh underwear please uh nope okay i'll be back after practice to get them lawrence police say they uh-huh. searched the home of skyler in ye 23 earlier this month after linking him to a series of break-ins on campus police say they found a roughly 40 drawer plastic storage container labeled with the names of current and former players a pair of underwear was found in each label drawer i like that he um labeled the names on them he needed to know the names in case he I, forgot. I told you they was in there like you do the meat you this was meatloaf fried chicken sesame chicken it was organized like that porn come on you need to look in the panty decimal system come on and then you can see uh let's see i think this is oh 2014 excellent year excellent mm-hmm. year I remember the team had uh the team had switched to bottled water. So mm-hmm. uh I couldn't even imagine for I can imagine with the smell cuz you know that people have had them on their bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess that was the purpose of the container. I hope they was containers that you know kept odor in it. Uh he probably had them in Ziploc bags. You know to preserve as much of the funk as possible. Ah, okay. That's what my guess would be. Yeah, yeah, that that's a good one. Why can't he just do it like a regular man and get married and just smell them out of the hamster <laughs> like every other human being what what oh oh just me fine uh oh wait one of these jazzy uh articles i mean for to play music investigators um oh wait and then another another container held more pairs of women's underwear also found with pink high heels boots a sundress and a jumpsuit and other belongings that players have reported missing 
oh so he was stealing everything mm-hmm yeah I, after a while you gotta be like my whole goddamn particularly when it comes to shoes women like where are my pink pumps i know i had some motherfucking pink pumps to match my pink dress my sundress that i like to wear right like i mean that's pretty bold right did it steal wigs too right <laughs> right like what hair clippings it's funny he stole all that shit but not money not bracelets necklaces oh oh he didn't want the money money was not at the top of see money don't smell the same right like all the shit you could have stole and that's the uh that's the shit you stole you didn't steal you didn't uh jewelry Mm-mm. you know um Mm-mm. um like car keys um yeah, somebody say he probably would have stuff possibility oh he could have been wearing right it. because like i said he it sounded like he was stealing whole outfits i'm not trying to be funny yeah. so you stealing whole outfits i mean ba- ba- baby live, live your best life but go purchase it i just picture him like um wearing them on his head and jacking off i don't know why that's what i thought i went and people do that too i thought he was just one of those people that was like i gotta like i buy panties out of vending machine i mean person. i mean you could have talked to him i mean i know a lot of them would have gave you tips and told you where they got their stuff from and may have even given it to you mm-hmm. you yeah. can have that a bit better on you than me anyway yep i mean i know it was probably easy to find them you just follow the music you know and free tonight what that just want to know that thing I'm smell like i'm trying to kick it tonight oh, so baby tell me what that thing come on girl bring it on here i'm trying to Shout out to BET Uncut. Shout out to BET Uncut. I see what that thing smell like. What it smell like? He want to know what a lot of things smell like. Uh, they recovered items from unidentified owners, including more stolen underwear, bras, Halloween costumes, jewelry, and sex toys. Investigators told the paper they believe Ye did not steal the items for financial gain but rather for his own motivation what motivation could that be yeah and th- that's what it sounded like because at first i was like okay but then i was like oh so like you got a whole collection and you know and it sounded like somebody that was shamed of liking things like this mm. and didn't know how to go about doing it the proper way and mm. was just not 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 the draws i'm talking about like, like the clothes and the heels and all that stuff y'all are assuming he wore that shit i'm not that's if that's if y'all right and he was dressing in it what if he just really just was smelling it and jacking off uh true just like oh somebody wore this halloween costume i'm a oh yes i'm trying to kick it tonight i can smell the funk yes i mean come on investigators told put the paper they believe ye did not steal the items blah 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 the alleged thefts had begun in December 2017 and continued more than a year. He resigned his post in mid-January. He was charged with 15 counts of burglary, property damage, and theft. I wonder what made him Only resign. Only 15 counts, but you stole 40 pairs of drawers now. I wonder what made him resign. Karen, uh, guess the race. White. Skylar N. Yee is white. All right, let's check the chat room. Oh, Skylar N. Yee? I said his name. Skylar N. Yee. Asian. Karen's going Asian, okay. All right, going with that stereotype of Asian men in underwear, okay. The chat room, Asian, long duck dong Asian, 
brought great dishonor to his family asian asian jackie chan chinese asian cablasian um yeah we're not your your guess doesn't count trey you have to you You gotta pick right uh smells like teen spirit or uh shrimp fried rice asiatic the correct answer for everybody except for trey who tried to get too cute end up messing it up everybody else got it right asian Some of y'all, uh, me and Trey, did miss it. I feel like for this crime, the way that black people feel whenever it's like a man uh, pushed a woman down an elevator shaft for $10 to go buy crack, and we watch the news and we're like, your fingers i really feel like this is one for asian people like stealing underwear to to smell them and jack off to them Mm -hmm. don't be asian and then of course here he is on the news setting everybody back i understand and i relate okay um all right let's get into the final countdown sore ratchetness A samurai sword attacker has been sentenced to three years for slashing her boyfriend. Oh. East Elherm woman, an East Elherm woman whose samurai sword slash attack nearly killed her boyfriend in June 2016 was sentenced to three years in prison Tuesday. Carla Barber, 40, a second degree, uh, was charged, convicted of second degree assault and two counts of endangering the welfare of a child in January after a nearly three week trial. Acting Supreme Court Justice Deborah Stevens Modica um um was the officiating judge. Um Barbara Barba avoided the potential two decade prison sentence in jail when the jury found her not guilty of first degree assault. Barbara hacked her boyfriend Franklin Laria's arm with a sword during a domestic dispute inside their apartment that they shared. She first grabbed the sheath sword and struck Laria and the sheath fell off. Barbara slashed two more times. Laria's 12-year-old son was present at the time of the attack and helped Laria call 911. A jury weighed the evidence in the case and rendered a verdict of guilty. This is a brutal attack, said Queens Chief Assistant District Attorney John Ryan. Uh, the scene had blood puddles on the floor and crimson red streaks on the walls. This could have been ended more tragically, but the victim survived. Uh, Laria, uh, survived the incident, uh, despite the significant blood loss and reconciled with Barbara wow they together again he testified on her behalf at the trial and huddled outside the courtroom with barbara's family after barbara was sent to rikers immediately after her conviction poor k an unidentified relative cried in the courtroom as the court officers handcuffed barbara in january barbara tried to speak to her family in the gallery after her conviction but was denied she didn't do it on purpose it was an accident another sister in the eagle told the eagle in spanish outside the court in january the judge could have kept her out said barbara's defense attorney stacy richmond nevertheless richmond said she saw a silver lining 
i consider it a victory for carla because she was found not guilty on the top count i believe carla is factually innocent but the jury saw it the way they did uh that seems wild Mm-mm. i mean you struck somebody with a sword but it sounds like it was during a domestic dispute mm-hmm. and then they end up together after it. it that's just you know what that's why you don't want to have, have a fucking sword in your house agreed because if you wouldn't have a sword she wouldn't have been there fucking hitting you with a sword that y'all just happen to have laying around and now she gotta go three years of prison another notch for don't have a sword all right guys we'll talk to y'all later on in the week uh game of thrones recap is coming this week so we'll see you for that uh i think i know tonight we're gonna be guest on a podcast dj blaze uh radio podcast i think it's called mm-hmm. radio show um uh, and then we're i'm also gonna be uh the host the tech stuff guy i guess for um uh making podcasts great again this week so Yay! i'll be happy to reprise my role asking president donald trump questions about the week Ooh, so i know that's gonna be good for yeah busy week right here guys uh, we'll be back so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.